Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. As I record this podcast, I am sitting in rural Pennsylvania uh, on Sunday, October the 25th, 2015. Hang on to that date in your mind. I'll come back to it. I'm not far from Valley Forge where General Washington's troops survived uh, uh, some horrible months during the American Revolution. And I'm also not far from where one of the planes crashed on 9-11. As you know, Planes, of course, crashed into the towers in New York, crashed into the Pentagon in D.C., and one was taken over by heroic passengers and crashed into uh, a field in Pennsylvania. I'm not far from where that is. I'm at a conference of military men. All of that, I think, is significant, given what I'm about to tell you. Um, Let me shoot back in history and and tell you uh, about a date and about some words that are very, very meaningful to me. In 285 AD, during the days of the Roman Empire, there were two men, their names were Crispin and Crispian. Uh, History tells us that they might've been brothers and might've been twins, but even if they weren't, they were two cobblers, men who worked on shoes, made shoes, worked in leather, and they were very successful. And uh, they gave a lot of their wealth to the poor, And that's what brought them to the attention of the Roman officials in their area. They were in the area we now call the area of Belgium, uh, the country we now call Belgium. Of course, it wasn't called that in those days. But these men were Christians. And like I say, they were generous to the poor. And uh, eventually the Roman officials had them killed. They were martyred. And that occurred uh, on our date, October 25th, at least that's when the church remembers them. And they, the church calls this, historically the church has called this St. Crispin's Day. So October 25th is St. Crispin's Day in our modern calendar. Well, I got up this morning, Pennsylvania, Sunday morning, and uh, was thinking about uh, some words that I'll tell you about in a minute. And I realized as I looked at my calendar that it is St. Crispin's Day. And this is this is significant to me. Um what makes it significant is that more than more than a millennium after uh, Crispin and Crispian were martyred, uh, there was a battle called the Battle of Agincourt, and this was a battle in which King Henry V of England led troops against uh, the French, very much in the region where Crispin and Crispian lived um, in their day, and Henry V defeated the French and asserted his crown rights. Now. That battle's not something I want you to pay a lot of attention to, except that uh, maybe a couple of centuries later, almost a couple of centuries later, William Shakespeare wrote a play called Henry V in which he recalled this battle and in which he wrote a speech that he put in the mouth of Henry V before, just before the battle. Now, Henry V, the real Henry V, did make a speech, but we don't know what he said. The words that William Shakespeare put into Henry V's mouth as part of his play have come to live in the English language as some of the most beautiful words uh, that have ever been written. And one of the phrases that's in that speech that is particularly meaningful to me and to many in our generation is the phrase band of brothers. As part of the speech, Shakespeare has Henry V say at one point, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. Well, 
as far as we know, before Shakespeare wrote those words, you know, no one had ever used the phrase band of brothers. Of course, blood brothers was a concept that had lived wherever men went into battle and men fought together and felt kinship with those they battled beside. But but as far as we know, the words had never been used before. And once Shakespeare used them and put them in the mouth of Henry V in his play, in this beautiful speech, um, the words really began to capture um, the idea of people fighting uh, at a common cause, banded together, committed to each other, bleeding together, dying together. And it it really has continued to live in the English language, uh, capturing hopes. In fact, I think in our generation, and you know many of you what I do, which speak to men a great deal, um, these words, band of brothers, have come to mean a great deal, particularly in our rather lonely, isolated age. But let me back up then. Once Shakespeare sort of commemorated St. Crispin's Day, put this, this speech in Henry V's mouth and gave us the language band of brothers connected to St. Crispin's Day, as you'll hear in a minute, it, it, the date became something exceptional. It's amazing uh, how many major battles occurred on or were in process on October 25th. Um, famously, the, the Battle of Balaclava, um, which you may not recognize by its name, but uh, it was one of the great battles of the Crimean War in the 1850s. You'll know it better by the famous poem called Charge of the Light Brigade. That battle occurred on October 25th, St. Crispin's Day, the same day as, as uh, Agincourt, the same day, or at least at Henry V's speech, and of course the day commemorated in Shakespeare's play. Um, the, the, ba- the battle during World War II in Northern Africa called El Alamein uh, also occurred, uh, was underway on October 25th. The famous battle of Leyte Gulf during World War II, um, which pretty much destroyed the Japanese Navy and was a major turning point in that war, occurred on October 25th. Numerous civil war battles occurred on October 25th. It's it's, it's astonishing. I don't think there's another date uh, that's commemorated in such a way um, with literature and that has so many famous historic battles occurring on it. Well, the language Band of Brothers, of course, as I say, just lived in history, um, especially before wars. I mean, everybody uses it today, football coaches, presidents, but throughout history, it's it's come to be used to, summarize, to, to summon the best uh, from warriors. Admiral Nelson used it before the Battle of Trafalgar. Um, George Washington used it. Uh, Frederick Douglass, uh, the great African-American leader, used it to describe the unity among slaves, which was uh, an application I had never heard before and read it here just recently. In fact, the words might have been in our uh, national anthem, our original national anthem, what was intended to be our national anthem, uh, was a song called Hail Columbia. And it actually included the words Band of Brothers. But of course, it was replaced later by the uh, the text we now have, Francis Scott Key's text. But we know the words largely because of Stephen Ambrose's book, his history of the 101st Airborne during World War II called Band of Brothers. Then, of course, there was the HBO series. But you know, he's not making anything up. I mean, at D-Day, the great invasion of Europe by, uh, by the Allies, um, captains and commanders who had memorized Shakespeare's famous speech 
quoted this to their men before they went into battle. One, one American captain, when he was on the uh, landing craft, just turned without explanation and said at full volume to his men this speech very dramatically. Um, I've spoken to commanders uh, who were in Iraq, and they too had memorized it. And before they took their men into battle, uh, their men and their women, uh, they said this speech and and gave it as a great motivational speech. And it's even captured in some movies, uh, this speaking of this speech before great battles in Iraq. It's pretty stunning what it's come to mean. The words are meaningful to me, not just as history, but because I think they do capture the hopes of many people in our generation. I think they really do, uh, you know, in our isolated time, uh, in our time when people are largely alone. Uh, I think that the words really have come to uh, capture what we hope for, what we aspire to, what we'd like to have. And especially for men who are unbelievably lonely and isolated. I mean, I certainly understand the application of a band of brothers to women. But I have to say the the idea of it for men in our age is uh, something that inspires hope and uh, something that men are, are drawn to and uh, something that I'm going around trying to teach men how to build a, a band of men who walk with them and help them be better men and each man investing in the other. And of course, I believe in the same thing for women. I, I think the words are so special. And I'm moved today by the fact that it is St. Crispin's Day as I sit here in Pennsylvania that I'd like to finish this unusual podcast and thank you for putting up with it by reading the last portion of the famous Henry V Agincourt speech uh, penned by Shakespeare. It's just so moving and such a model for other speeches and talks like it. And it is, I think, just captures such major themes and Henry V starts by saying, Shakespeare starts by saying, look, if you want to go, go, but we're about to have a great fight and and it's going to be remembered forever in association with this day, St. Crispin's Day, and, and men who are not here are going to think less of themselves because they did not fight on this day. We will be a band of brothers and this will live forever. And those sentiments for everything from basketball coaches to Boy Scout leaders to, you know, uh, military commanders and presidents, uh, those sentiments have lived and this speech has been a model. So let me finish then with uh, the last portion of this great Agincourt speech penned by William Shakespeare. He which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that outlives this day and comes safe home will stand a tiptoe when this day is named and rouse him at the name of Crispian. He that shall live this day and see old age will yearly on the vigil feast his neighbors and say, Tomorrow is St. Crispian. Then he will strip his sleeve and show his scars and say, These wounds I had on Crispian's day. Old men forget, yet all shall be forgot, but he'll remember with advantages what feats he did on that day. Then shall our names, familiar in his mouth as household words, Harry the King, Bedford and Exeter, Warwick and Talbot, Salisbury and Gloucester, be in their flowing cups freshly remembered, 
This story the good man shall teach his son, and Crispin Crispian shall ne'er go by, from this day to the ending of the world. But we in it shall be remembered, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he ne'er so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves a curse they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap whilst any speaks that fought with us upon St. Crispin's Day. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on CNN, Fox, and the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. You can learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv and greatman.us and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote, performed, and produced the Rockin' Podcast theme song. Be sure to rate the Stephen Mansfield Podcast in the iTunes Store. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.